show will begin momentarily. Keep it locked in right here at TonyBasilio.com and on your Tony Basilio app. And hey, do us a favor. Spread the word. Ladies and germs, I'm drilling down today. Now, the NBA draft came and went. And here's Bino Jeff Henderson to file a full report. Hit it, Bino. Good morning to you. Good morning, Tony B. How you doing? The NBA had their draft yesterday. It went two rounds. Uh, and from this point on, I'd like to be referred to as Scoot, if at all possible. <laughs> Scoot. And who's the other kid with the great name, the Thompson kid? Oh, Amen. 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 All right, how about this? This is like Starsky and Hutch right now. Scoot and Amen on a Friday with you. Let's do this one more time. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another edition. It's the Tony Basilio Show. Tony, Amen, Basilio, and Bino, Scoot, Jeff Henderson, <laughs> joining you on a Friday. Hey, Scoot. What did you watch more of last night, if anything, that incredible college baseball game or, uh, Bean Joe, Jeff, the NBA draft? What did you find yourself more drawn to last night? I didn't watch any of the NBA draft. Followed it on my phone. I watched just about every pitch of Mm. uh, LSU and Wake Forest. You know, I... The Yankees being behind 10 to nothing probably kept me on that (laughs) The Yankees lately have been, uh, how do we put this, Bino? They've been pretty dreadful. But that's the way it goes. Talk to me in, talk to me in September or October. It's playoff sport now. All the decent teams pretty much get in. National yeah, League, there's a lot of good stories, though. Ewad Cincinnati Reds, since they called that rookie up, are a great story. Today, at some point, I want to unpack with you. Who's going to win at first at Tennessee? Who who going to do that? Who who going to do that? The What's going to happen first here? Tony Falls going to win it all. Hypo going to win it all. I'll put Rick Barnes going to the final four. Kelly Jolly Harper going to win it all. We'll talk about that. What's more likely to happen for Rank them for me. And if you want to throw the uh, Karen Weekly in there as well, who got uh, another transfer out of Oklahoma. Hey, and, and like uh, Cinco said yesterday, and it's a good way of putting it, I will take Georgia's sloppy seconds all day long. I'll take Oklahoma's reserves, and I'll take their sloppy seconds all day long. We played music last night out at Smoky Mountain Brewery in Maryville. It was outstanding. Thanks to all who came. And, Tom, you're my boy for being there, full three hours. Goldbrick Joe and family in the house. At one point, Bino, I yelled over at Goldbrick Joe. I said, because we started like a nine, and we went till after midnight. And I said to Goldbricker, at one point I said, Goldbrick. Because only your friends can call you Goldbrick, you know. I said, Goldbrick, what's the score, man? Do I see what I think the score is? He goes, yeah, man, it's it's 0-0. Zero, zero. I'm like, what inning is it? He goes, it's the 11th. You know, I'm cursory watching that last night. 
That pitching must have been unbelievable last night. Uh, yeah, it was what it was billed to be, Tony. Um, uh, you know, so often those pitching matchups uh, don't don't come to fruition, but uh, that that one last night uh, lived up to the billing and more. And of course, it was a tournament there weren't a lot of runs scored in anyway. Uh, so you put those two guys out on the mound. Uh, that's that's pretty much what you get. I mean, can you imagine though? Here's the thing, right? And I feel sorry for Brian Hartman who's going out there. I feel sorry for Brian Hartman because at the end of the day, he wants to go see a College World Series game, and he's going to go watch two of the more obnoxious teams in our league. Now it's going to be a pretty good league, going to be, going to be a pretty good um, sport. And, and the truth is, when the Southeastern Conference, when the Southeastern Conference gets involved in something when the southeastern conference gets involved in something you can forget about it you can absolutely forget about it because when it means more it means more and the players are better and uh russell w reporting today that tennessee is going to spend a hundred million dollars on the new lindsey nelson stadium which is a crazy number so Danny White's Danny White knows what he's doing because he was getting some pressure from some people saying, "Hey, when when are we going to hear about the baseball deal and your entertainment district is fine and you know your vanity project of putting an entertainment entertainment project that is a vanity project by the way. All that stuff. The baseball stadium is much more front burner in my humble opinion. But you look at the look at the uh, Southeastern Conference and you look at these other leagues and you say to yourself, the SEC went 6-3 and three versus the ACC in the tournament. Wake won all three of the ACC games against our league. LSU eliminated Wake Forest. Florida eliminated Virginia. South Carolina eliminated NC State. Tennessee eliminated Clemson. And I think you and I would both agree that Boston College team we saw on here was not chopped liver early in the season, and Alabama beat them. And now we're spending $100 million on a baseball stadium, Bino. Yeah, it's, I mean, the SEC, I think the SEC, there's even a greater gap between it and the rest of the leagues in baseball than there is in any other sport than, than there is in football. And it's it's not... It's not going to get any better for anyone else during this NIL period because no one's going to spend money on baseball like some of these teams in the Southeastern Conference. So, Bino, who's going to win it first? And we'll talk about this later. Can you win a national championship in baseball at Tennessee? I mean, I think you can get to the College World Series. We've seen that. It looks like I could be wrong. This Tennessee team is far from being a national championship caliber team, though they got there. Will you will you confirm nor deny that? No, I, I right, I'll confirm that, Tony. I uh, as as Freddie said, and then uh, somehow uh, Throaty almost wrote the exact words. 
I mean, this was a Tennessee team, a lineup that made every ham and egg or left-hander look like Sandy Koufax. Yep. And somehow, with all of those limitations in their lineup, which caused them to have to be just about perfect on the mound, uh, in the field, on the base paths, or get every big hit uh, in every big situation, uh, somehow that team not only made it to Omaha, but they won a game there, which is just, uh, I mean, to be to be celebrated and applauded. It's it's a it's an amazing accomplishment, I think. I believe in the Tony Valls. I wonder who wins it first. The whole thing. Somebody's gonna win it at this camp. There's too much winning going on on the campus right now for somebody not to win it. And I'm gonna count Rick Barnes getting to a Final Four as winning it. I, I think that getting your school's first Final Four, Bino, in school history, would be akin to winning a College World Series. Is that is that too steep, or am I? Uh, Singing on your hymn, close, Tony. That that would be here, especially. When he never done it here. History. Yeah, yeah, never done um, it. Yeah, uh, um, if if you ask me that question, I I would say that Tennessee baseball wins a national championship before any other sport. Uh, I, there's there seems to always be a monster in football. No. Nope. Um, there, uh, our history says it's probably not going to happen in basketball. Uh, but chances go round in baseball. Uh, so, and if you're in this league and you're serious, you're a contender for the national championship. I think you went 47 years in between football championships. I think that's right. National championships. Uh, 51 to 98. How long has it been since we won a football? 25 years? So if you did that math, just, you know, if you just know 20 years, if you did that math, now I'm not saying the math has to hold, Tennessee baseball, the basketball deal, the Lady Vols, I mean, that's another program that means too much to too many people for it to stay down. Although, and I don't use the term down, I don't mean down as in down, but they're down. From where they were, they're down. You know, on this show, when I get behind a microphone, I try to call it right down the middle. And, and for their history, they're down. And, and by the way, I didn't do it. But you have to wonder, do they stay down? We'll talk about it. We'll chop that up today as we go along. On a day where I'm rocking a TLD Logistics uh, shirt that I wore last night playing music, I basically came home, slept in my clothes, and got up. How you like me now? As we continue with more on the other side, that's too much information. Hughie Bear joins, and then we'll get some calls in as we roll it back on your Friday. Rice fans, rice fans. Right after this. <laughs> Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Parks Motor Sales was founded by my granddad, Bobby Parks, and my great-granddad, Julian Mays, in 1958. We've been family-owned the whole time, and being family-owned, locally-owned, means you get to get your next vehicle or your existing vehicle serviced by the same people who stand in the grocery line with you, drop their kids off at the same school you do, and smile and are happy to see you when they do. So come see us at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee on 919 Nashville Highway or ParksMotorSales.com. 
Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard, so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Are you new to Murray County? We want to welcome you and your family. We are a local residential garbage service, and we want to be your garbage man. We've been around for over 30 years, so we have a reputation. Check us out at garbagemaninc.com or call Mike at 931-540-0919. You could also ask your neighbor. 931-540-0919. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole bar. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Brown's Body Shop has two locations to provide your vehicles with high-quality body and frame repairs, the best paint jobs, and custom body fabrications. Brown's Body Shop has been successful for more than 50 years because of their highly trained personnel, competitive prices, superior customer care, and timely service. Don't put off body repairs or that custom paint job to defenders. Go to Brown's Body Shop today, 1505 Nashville Highway in Columbia, or 129 Alpha Drive in Franklin. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Looking for convenience? Try Quickmark Convenience Stores, conveniently located all across Murray County, Southern Middle Tennessee, and North Alabama. Whether stopping in on your way to work for coffee and a biscuit, taking a plate lunch to go, or grabbing something cold to drink after a long hot day at work, there's always one nearby. Quickmark Convenience Stores, conveniently located all across Southern Middle Tennessee and North Alabama. Proudly serving Shell Gasoline. Hello, this is John McEwen with McEwen Group Real Estate, located at 17A Public Square in beautiful downtown Columbia. Our family has over 40 years experience selling farms, residential, recreational, and all types of real estate here in Middle Tennessee. Check us out online at McEwenGroup.com or on Facebook and Instagram at McEwen Group, or give me a call today at 931-628-1749. McEwen Group, land is your legacy. 
Coming to the Mule House in Columbia on June 27th at 7 p.m., an evening of hope, a great night of music to benefit the Room at the Inn of Murray County. Brandon Heath, Riley Clemens, Leanne Crawford, Apollo Limited, and special guest Al Andrews will be performing starting at 7 p.m. Get your tickets today at www.themulehouse.com. Come enjoy the evening and support this important ministry. June 27th, 7 p.m. Tickets at www.themulehouse.com. Farmer Johnny here, Taylor Family Farm. I'm going to give you all a little look-see. We raise 100% non-GMO, grass-fed beef, pasture chicken, and pork on our family farm. Everything that we grow is raised with love and care to ensure the highest quality and nutrition for our family and customers. You can shop online at taylorfamilyfarmtn.com or visit our farm store in person at Etheridge, Tennessee at 301 Dave Reisner Road. That's taylorfamilyfarmtn.com for more information. This is Clayton Harris, and you're listening to 101.7 WKOM Columbia. Tony B. back with you, 865-200-5402. The great Mike Huguenin joins us on Fridays. One of the one of the respected voices uh, in our country as it comes to uh, sports, and a guy very, very, very passionate about college sports. And last night, Hughie, the NBA draft comes and it goes, two rounds, blows in like a spirit, and went out like a match. And Hughie's on the TLD Logistics Hotline, online at tldlogistics.com. And Mike Hugan, in your conclusion, give me some conclusions after looking at the draft last night. Um, yeah, four of the top five guys, four of the top five picks to now play college basketball. Um, the SEC had the most first-round picks with seven, which I'm sure uh, irritates a bunch of other leagues. Um, and a bunch of really high-level college players were not drafted. Um, I don't, and not surprisingly, I mean, um, Timmy wasn't drafted, Shibwe wasn't drafted, um, Adama Sanogo, the leading scorer on UConn, was not drafted. Um, but, but some interesting stuff, and, you know, of all, you know, football draft, it's like, okay, our, our first four rookies are going to make the squad and they need to play. I live in Orlando, the Magic had two first-round picks. And there were people saying, why, why don't the Magic trade those for a veteran player? And they got two of the top 12 picks. And I'll be honest, after the draft, I'm like, yeah, they should have traded those picks for a player because I'm not a big fan of what the Magic did. But it, the, the draft is so different. Um, you know, This is not news, obviously, but the, the, draft is so di- the NBA draft is so different from the NFL draft. Um, some of the dudes who were drafted, you're like, yeah, I saw that guy in college. Uh, I saw him play four games, and he didn't score double figures in any of them. And yet, he goes in the first round. So, the potential aspect obviously is is vastly greater. You know your 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 observation of four of the first five guys not coming out of the college ranks. One wonders: is that going to be a blip in the radar, or is that going to be the norm going forward? What do you think? I think with the NIL, the potential to make a lot of money in, in your one year of college is is great. Now, I guess there are some people who don't like going to class, don't like school, don't want to be involved in college sports, and that's fine. Um, but you know, the, 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 how how good is Scoot Henderson? Uh, how good are the Thompson twins? Um, it, it's it's going to be interesting to see. And I think if 
if Scoot Henderson is as good as people say he is and the Thompson twins are as good as people say they are, I think you're going to see more people say, yeah, I don't really need to go to college. I can go play in the G League or for the G League Ignite, make make good coin, and just focus totally on basketball. Um, I, I would be interested in hearing the true feelings of NBA types on, you know, is do you like the fact that kids go to college and, and hang out for at least a year and, you know, try to be quote-unquote normal the way things used to be done? Or are you all in on the who needs college ball, go play, go play G League, and that, that's better for you? I, I, I would really like to hear sort of unexpurgated talk from people about that. Well, you know, if that, if that continues, here's the thing about this year we know. There's never been a freshman class in the modern era make such a negligible impact in a sport as and this and year's freshman class did. And maybe that's why there weren't a lot of players yep. that went. Makes and, sense. I mean, yeah, two years, I mean, two years ago, yep. you had uh, Bancaro go first and Holmgren go second. Those were touted freshmen who basically lived up to billing in college, and then we'll see what, what um, Holmgren can do on the NBA court this year because he was injured. But that, that's an interesting point as well. I mean, and Brandon Miller for as talented as he is, definitely has baggage as well. Obviously, Charlotte doesn't care. So um, it, it's, it's, it is, yeah, I mean, that's, it, it is sort of, it's, it's fascinating in a way because you're right, was that the reason? The fact that the freshman made negligible impact, is that the reason that more did, didn't go early in the NBA draft? And we also know that the longer you're in college, the more you're, Negatives yep. are emphasized. Yep. You know, you look at, you know, I, I love Jaime Jaquez. Love. I was shocked that the Heat drafted him that early. Love. But as a quasi Heat fan, because I grew up in Miami, though the Heat obviously weren't there, I'm like, that's a nice pick. Because that kid can do a lot of things well, but nothing great. So, and that fits what Miami can do. Um, and then you look at, you know, the guy like Jed Howard, the guy that the, that the Magic took. He averaged 14 points a game. He's a six foot guy, eight guy who's athletic. And you're thinking, well, you know, give, give him two years of development and we think he'll be this. Whereas Hawkins is probably maxed out, but you know what you're going to get. The floor is pretty high. I think the floor in Jed Howard is really low. And I think taking Anthony Black and Jed Howard, I think the Magic are going to miss uh, on at least one of those guys. I wouldn't be surprised if both never pan out the way that Magic think they will. And then, you know, Shibway. We all know Shibway has no range. Um, he's a little bit small, um, can't shoot, all that kind of stuff. But good Lord, he plays good defense, and he's a ferocious rebounder. So you would think there is a role for that kind of guy. And, you know, Timmy signed with the Bucks. Yep. So if he's on the court with Giannis, Timmy will never get double teamed. And for a guy who can score in the low post, yes, he will get abused defensively, um, but he can do a couple of nice things and smart teams use players like that in a smart way. So um, a lot of it is fascinating. And Sino- I don't know why Sonogo didn't get drafted. I mean, the, the dude's a rim runner, man. Uh, I, I don't get that at all. He's extremely athletic, really good defender, um, can score. Um, but, again, he's a six foot eight center. My Sixers got the kid from Arizona, who I think has a chance to help them, uh, the, uh, the international from Arizona. They signed him as a free agent the, last Arizona night. Arizona had... Arizona's problem last year was not its 
big international guys. It was this really mediocre backcourt. So um, you're right. And, it's, again, it goes back to how do these teams use these guys? Do yeah. they realize that he can do this, this, and this, but he can't do that, that, or that? So as long as we make sure that the things he can't do are minimized when he's on the court, yeah, those kind of guys can pay off. And, you know, Timmy, the one thing Jacob Timmy brings with him, he puts the ball in the basket. And I always thought that was sort of like the key to basketball. Yeah, and Timmy's also going to be the only guy drafted that's ever been over the age of 40, which yeah. I'm into. The guy looks like he played at, plays at the YMCA. On Jaime Hawkes, any time the Heat takes somebody, it's kind of like the Tampa Rays. You know the dude can play. Right, exactly. You know there's something about that guy. You trust that organization. Right. Like today... My name is Amen Basilio for the sake of our conversation. Bino, we're calling Bino today, Scoot, Scoot, yeah. Scoot, Bino, Jeff Henderson. And uh, I'm going to call you Leaky uh, for the rest of our uh, broadcast today. Some of the nicknames are great in this thing. You know, Julian Phillips from Tennessee was a kid that was um, Tennessee paid pretty good money to uh, in the NIL front when he was shaken loose from LSU. I want to ask you about Will Wade in a second, but when he was shaken loose, from LSU off their class, and he had a few minutes, few moments this year, but was nothing. And he was one of the more productive freshman players in that class. And, Hughie, the guy went 38th. I'm telling you, that class last year in college basketball, that freshman class, was about as mediocre as it can ever be from those five-star guys. If you just yeah, go back and look at it. A lot it. of them didn't do much. Brandon Nothing. Brewer was obviously a, sort of an outlier. Yeah. Um, but you're right. And 38, like, well, yeah, he got drafted at least. But you wonder, I, I mentioned him last week, maybe he should have come back for another year. No doubt. And the NIL money was there. No doubt. Um, you know, He could end up playing uh, overseas. He could end up with a two-way deal. Bus leagues. And, and yep. I think that. I think that players are better off uh, in college. But then again, maybe Julian Fields was like, you know something, I really don't like the college atmosphere. I want to be all basketball all the time, and that's fine as well, because obviously it's, it's that kid's life. Yep. But I, you, you do, and, and maybe he hits it big as a second-round pick, because you know, Lord knows there's been a lot of second-round picks who have hit it big, but a lot more that haven't done anything. So um it'll be interesting to see yeah what happens to a guy like phillips and any, frankly anybody drafting in the second round and you know trace jackson davis goes to San, uh goes to golden state and you're like what a great what a great fit for that kid and mike dunleavy the new gm has already said we fully expect him to be on the 15-man roster there you go even though we drafted him 59th and if you watch trace jackson davis play in college you saw one of the best college big men of the last two or three years because he could score he could rebound he could defend not a bad passer, but he's a you know the, the size is an issue. He's not a great outside shooter and probably a half foot slow defensively. But if you're on the Warriors, they don't need you to do a lot of the glory things. They need you to do some scut work. And Trace Jackson Davis is another guy who knows how to score down low. Ace. And if everybody's focused on you know Clay Thompson and Stephen Curry and now Chris Paul, you know, Trace Jackson Davis can score one on one. Hey, Scoot. Get in here with um, the great Leaky Mike Huguenin on the TLD Logistics Hotline online at tldlogistics.com. Go ahead, uh, Scoot. 
Hey, Mike, with the uh, with the results of the of the top of the draft this year, if you're basically uh, a one and a one and done guy, uh, why would you go to college with the G League and this overtime elite that snuck up on me? Uh, league for 17 to 20 year olds. Uh, what, what's college's draw now? A, a huge NIL for one year? Or? Yeah, exactly. You can make more NIL at certain schools than you can playing for G League or G League Ignite. Um, and, and some kids, I think, if, if you're a 17 year old kid, maybe you and your parents think that, and your handlers maybe think that one more year of being in somewhat of a protective cocoon is a positive. Because I don't, you're not in a protective cocoon in the G League or G League Ignite. So um, it, it makes, in some respects, makes a college coach's job harder. Because you know, do I want to spend any time recruiting this kid in tenth grade because he ain't gonna play college ball? But then again, if you find that out, oh, don't have to spend any time at all recruiting that kid because he is gonna go play G League or something. He ain't going to college. So this is an interesting time to be. Uh, a college basketball fan, uh, I think, because you know maybe the game on the court isn't like you remember it, and I, I get that. But the the machinations with the recruiting process with NIL um, makes a lot of these decisions fascinating. And I'll admit, Scoot Henderson, I had forgotten about him because he didn't play college ball, and I don't pay attention. You know, he was a pretty high level recruit from Texas, and you're like, oh yeah, that, that's the guy that went to the G League, I think. And then I think there is an advantage from a um, public knowing about you aspect. Playing college ball is a positive in that regard. But then again, the people who are hardcore fans knew who Scoot Henderson was and knew who the Thompson Twins were. You know, the, the Thompson Twins yeah. are from Florida. And I didn't even know yeah. that until like three weeks ago. Well, here's the sad thing about it. Because I've, I've had this conversation with some young people. And they don't understand that they got the rest of their lives in front of them. They also don't understand that more than likely they're not going to make it in the high-level professional sports game. But even if you do, if you go to college at one of these places, and I can speak through the Tennessee lens because I've been here for three decades, but if you come here, you behave yourself, you represent the school well, you say the right things during interviews, you will have job yeah, there's opportunity. Exactly. You always have a place to come home to. When you go to G League Unite, what do you have if you go out and, and tear and tear your Achilles tendon in your rookie season? Yeah, you, well, you have hopefully some kind of guaranteed contract, but then you're right. There is no. In a lot of cases, you're right. There is if, if you go to college for even a year, but if you you know go for two or three years, there is a fallback. Um, the players you played with, the coaching staff you played for, other alumni, um, other people you met at the school, there's yeah. a fallback mode for you. And you're right, I, I don't think that if you go to the G League or G League Ignite and don't pan out playing basketball, sometimes you wonder what is next for these guys. Then again, I mean, you can play overseas for sure. 12 or 15 years and make nice money. Nothing wrong with it that. Is, I think, again, I, I talked about being the protective cocoon. And that cocoon is not just for a year, but if you're if you're the right kind of kid, it's the cocoon for the rest of your life. Because we all know athletes, former athletes, are treated differently, um, especially if they were fan favorites. Yeah. So um, it's 
that's that's another interesting point about deciding whether to go to college or I'm going to go right to the G League. Well, you know what doesn't make any sense to me? Just thinking about all this. And Bino just brought this up a second ago, but it's even past the G League Unite. Like the veteran, veteran players, right? Like uh, Oscar T, for instance, didn't get drafted last night. He's not an NBA player. Why wouldn't he stay in college, Hughie? Cash a six, seven hundred thousand dollar. I think Kentucky played him like nine hundred last year, some crazy uh, dollar figure. Why wouldn't that guy? Because you ain't making that kind of money overseas. You're no. just not. So why wouldn't he stay in college, eat in five star hotels, um, be around the whole college scene for one more season? That and doesn't make any sense. In the minds of Kentucky, like Armando Baycott is doing in North Carolina. Yeah, that make any sense. Yeah. But, again, some people, I, mean, I don't know, maybe he's graduated already. Maybe he's sick of it. Who knows? I mean, you know, college, when it's funny. When you're getting ready to go to college, I think it's like, oh, my God, I'm getting ready to go to This is going to be fantastic. You're there, and sometimes I think there are people like, ah, I'm so bored with this. I need to get yeah. out. I'm going four years. And then three years after you leave, you're like, I should have stayed for ten. Mm-hmm. It's a totally, it's a, it's, mm-hmm. yeah. It's, there is nothing like college years for a person. So, um and again, I think that's why Armando Backcott stayed at North Carolina. That's why Timmy played two years at, at two extra years, so to speak, at Gonzaga. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and Jacob Timmy has a nice bank account already. So, and Sheebway does as well. Uh, and Sheebway, by all accounts, is a great kid. Maybe I don't know. Maybe he goes back to um, his homeland and does, does some stuff in, in Africa. I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see. But the. the the, if you're an established college star and your game doesn't necessarily translate to the NBA, you can make exceedingly good money staying in college. The kid from Purdue. Yeah. Zach Eady is going to have a bunch of nice NIL deals. Why not? I would argue there won't be as good as the deals he would have gotten if he was at UNC or UK, but it's still going to put him in a – not that he needs the money, um, but – there's nothing, even if you don't need money, there's nothing wrong with having money. So he is, and presumably, he can refine a couple more things, uh, and, and maybe he can win a game in the NCAA tournament. Oh. Unlike this last year. Jerry Palm, take that right between your eyes. Okay, so the NCAA on the way out, they still have teeth, Mike Hugan, and they, uh, they can suspend and pick on Will Wade now. And, and Penny Hardaway. And Penny. Well, Penny's defense was unique. I didn't know the rule. (laughs) I didn't know you couldn't go 125 miles an hour in a school zone. How how was that a law? You can't give me a ticket for that. Um, But, no, the Will Wade thing, he's got a two-year show cause, and he's already got a job. I love him. Which shows how much McNeese State cares. I mean, he technically, and I'm using the word technically here, technically can't leave campus to recruit. Um, I think, you know, I can remember my grandmother saying stuff like, you know, uh, you know, when I was a kid, I can still remember, you know, bad, bad people do bad things no matter what. So I guess, and I thought of that when I read the Will Wade thing, I swear to God, hand to God, because I'm thinking, Will Wade broke all sorts of NCAA rules. So this, what, now he won't do it anymore? He gonna follow the rules, man. Yeah. He's like uh, Kelvin Sampson getting fired twice for the same thing. So... Um, but I think it also shows that McNeese State figures, well, well, we think Will Wade's a good basketball coach. We'll put up with whatever 
whatever happens from the NCAA. I mean, he's already he's going to miss the first 10 games next season. And it's rare to have a, a, a sitting head coach who has a show call. Pretty next level, man. Yeah. On the way in. Hughie, much love to you. Much appreciation. And uh, I hope you have yourself a Dwight Gooden this weekend. Will you watch any of the uh, College World Series featuring the Florida Gators and LSU, the championship series? Yeah, I'll, I'll probably watch some. I'm, I mean, I'm not uh, – I'm a big – I've been watching a lot of Tampa Bay Rays. Cause they're oh, they're really so good. Team. Um, like you mentioned earlier, they, they, they do smart things for the most part, though they need more bullpen help. But I'll probably watch some, but i got a lot of yard work to do this weekend. So. Appreciate you, brother. Be safe. All right, talk to you next week. Thanks. Great Mike Hugan. And, you know, how did um, franchises like the Rays do that? They make it look so easy. And the Heat. How do they do that? How do you find players when nobody else can? I, I don't know. I wish I knew, Tony. They're just uh, – they. the Rays and the Braves look like that oh. they're playing chess and everyone else is playing checkers. The, the, and their player evaluation oh. and development and everything else. You know, the, the Braves yesterday, and Tom's a big Braves fan who came to our, uh, our show last night. He was giving me a hard time afterwards. They threw a kid out there yesterday to Phillies. Phillies couldn't hit him for eight innings. I've never heard the kid's name. And that's the Atlanta Braves. That's what they do. One young arm after another. One great eval after another. It's, it's sickening, really. And the Phillies have Kyle Schwarber out in left field, who Bino probably couldn't play for most softball teams, right, in left field. Am I lying when I say that? You, you call him a replacement-level Major League Baseball player in the outfield, Bino? Yeah, Tony, he's, he's a DH playing outfield. And then on the NBA draft, you know, you look at that college game, and uh, the college game's at a little bit of a crossroads here as it relates to its pro sport. Whereas college baseball's not. Last night, you saw, and you're going to see this weekend, several guys that are going to figure right at the top of that Major League Baseball draft. Now, there'll be some high school kids in there. But there's at least a relationship between the college game and the pro game, just like there is with the uh, NFL. I don't know if there's ever been a bigger disconnect between college basketball and the NBA than right now, being star. And I think it's getting wider every year. Yeah, I mean, we called for this about once a month, Tony, but, uh, you know, until, until the NBA and college game get together and if you come to college you you play three years uh, it, it's it's going to get worse yep let's uh let the kids that are good enough right out of high school to be drafted be drafted and let the others come to school and stay three years somebody was asking me the other day why one of these kids doesn't challenge this in the nba and in the courts and here's why because it's collectively bargained. It's part of the NBA's collective bargaining agreement. It's the way that the veteran NBA players through their union want it. It's the way it's set up. 
It's the same reason that in Major League Baseball, a kid's not going to challenge uh, because they have to stay three years in college. You know the you know the rule going in. It's collectively bargained through the union. And until the players decide that they want to not restrict, uh, in terms of they do have an age limit on the on the one and done deal, but until they decide they want to flip the rules, which you know, Bino really makes no sense to me because. For veteran players, that would buy them more time if they did that. If you went early entry right out of high school or you had to stay three years, I think it would mean a net positive jobs for the veterans in the game. Because what you would have is you'd have a bunch of guys that would try it, but they wouldn't get drafted. They'd be in the bus leagues. Or they'd be over in Europe, and I think it would create a situation where there were more jobs for veterans, just thinking out loud about it. I don't know why they don't go there. Plus, plus, they would help their sport because they would bring established stars into their game, out of the college game, a la the Paul Skeenses of the world, who, when he pitches in Major League Baseball next year, People listening to the sound of my voice will be more apt to look at a game because he's on the mound. Yeah, it would be interesting to talk to an NBA veteran just to see what the thought process is there, Tony, because I don't, I, I don't understand the reasoning behind it. I don't know. But one thing Hughie said is true. In most, not all, most of these NBA situations – if you're a multiple-year college basketball player, in the eyes of that sport, you're guilty. Whereas, college baseball doesn't have to worry about that, and in the NFL doesn't have to worry about that, the fact that you've played three years. You're a more refined, more polished prospect. The NBA is more likely to look at you as a stiff which is one of the reasons why Julian Phillips left. And Julian Phillips is no more ready to go play in that league than I am. No more ready than Jaden Springer was, who's played minimally in Philadelphia. Now, could he develop? I guess. Would he have been better served playing for Rick Barnes for another year or two? Absolutely. Absolutely. And would have gotten paid to do so. Which really doesn't make much sense to me, but not my life. I'm not living it. One thing Hughie did say, when you're a kid, you are in a hurry to grow up. And when you are a grown-up, you're in a real hurry to go back and be a kid. Youth is wasted on the young, Beanstar, as they say. Amen. Go back to our phones and get our next call in. Hello and welcome. Hey, Tony. Yo. How you doing? Well, what did you think of last night's game? Well, I, I was uh, I love low-scoring baseball, played on a razor's edge. And I love the fact that uh, the Van Zant of college baseball hit a ball out to end it. <laughs> because he that little neck can really turn on a baseball. He can hit a baseball, being star. Oh, he he sure can. Well, it's just uh, that's the uh, 
that's that's the ad for the NIL era. You got schemes on the mound that you got from Air Force, and you got Tommy Tanks winning a game that you got from NC State. Yep. And that's where the uh, in this league, uh, whoever does the best out there in that transfer portal, it's so close. Whoever does the best out there in that transfer portal uh, is the team to watch. And Florida added a couple of excellent pieces. South Carolina took their Punch and Judy baseball team overnight with a couple of additions. Beanstar and transformed themselves into a home run hitting machine. Kentucky last year, with a portal, took their team and made themselves into a legit NCAA tournament contender. It all happened right here in this league. And Tony Valls has to be resourceful uh, out of the portal and then keep his roster from getting raided as well. That's the other thing with all these programs. All, that's what I was getting ready to say. All the coaches, doesn't matter what league you're in, you've got to be able to do that. Yep. I mean, if you, if you don't, or, or you've got to get real lucky and get the kids through the draft uh, somehow, some way, by enticing them with NIL money, and hoping and praying that they show up and they stay around for two or three years. But to Bino's point, it just means more out of this league. It's crazy. Uh, this league eliminated all the – we just read it. They eliminated all those ACC teams, and it's a different sport. You know, those Wake kids last night, first of all, they choked two nights ago. Matt Dixon said it yesterday. He's right. The moment was too big for those guys. Beanstar, you knew when it fell to Paul Skeens, you knew they weren't going to hit him. If they couldn't hit the hoop these night before, you knew Beanstar they weren't hitting him last night. Uh, there was there was no one going to touch him, and you know to and, and Jody. The other thing is if if you lose the difference in this league is if you lose a really good player off of your roster. It's going to be to someone else in this league. Mm. There's nobody leaving this league. This is the destination. Well, it's like uh, it's like the kid from Alabama that hit 30 home runs this year. He goes into the portal yesterday. He goes right to right down to Florida. I mean, that's absolute right. tamp. What do you call that? If that isn't tampering, what is tampering? Of course, that's tampering. Well, I mean, uh, but it is what it is. You know, it is what it is. And your guy at Vanderbilt has shied away from doing this, he better get in the game, Joe, or they're going to blow oh, by him. Ha- let me tell you something. He already has. He picked up He picked up the the uh, top saves guy, a relief pitcher from Air Force, there ironically. You go. Uh, he announced, the kids announced yesterday that he's coming to Vanderbilt. Air Force must have had a heck of a team, guys, putting players oh. in the Southeastern Conference. And one that's uh, going to be the one that's going to be a generational. I'd have loved to have gone back if I'd have known Beanstar. I'd have loved to have seen Paul Skeen's catch. You imagine trying to run on him, Beanstar? Forget it. Uh, well, uh, I mean, uh, uh, look at look at uh, Kenley Jansen. Yep, relief, relief pitcher. Yep, he was a, he was a catcher before they made him into a relief pitcher. Yep. So uh, you just never know. Hey, one other thing. Uh, I've been having issues getting on the app. Seriously, I know. Would me, you? Would took you? Me five, me, took me five minutes to get on this morning. Do me a favor. Send me an email. Describe to me what happened to you, and send your phone because they did an upgrade, 
and people are experiencing that, and we do not want that to occur. And I'm going to get with my people because they need to be better. We pay really good money for that. Oh, I mean you pay big bucks Yeah, big we bucks pay really that. good money for the access to people have all around the world. It's important to us that that stays intact. Now, what do you, you, need to, you need to know my... You need to know my phone type. Anybody you need to know that's my carrier. anybody that's going through that, I need, need to, know to know my the, carrier. No, no, I need to know the okay. type of phone you have. Okay. And what your issue is. And when that happens, okay. we send that up. What they did a couple of weeks ago, and we were having trouble with it, was they escalated it, is what they call it, escalated it up the chain. Got it rectified for the most part for most people, but there seemed to be a certain kind of phone that folks are having issue with. I think it was Drew yesterday. No, it wasn't Drew. It was, um, well, it's all running together Somebody. for me. Somebody. And that's only Yeah, please send me an email because oh, I don't want anybody locked out. Thank you, Joe. All right, man. Thank you. I don't even want Joe locked out, you know. Hello and welcome. I'm, to I'm I'm relieved, Tony. I thought I heard you tell Joe to send you his phone. And if you were telling everybody to do that, I wouldn't think that would be on the up and up there. Back to the phones we go on that note. Hello and welcome in. Hey, Bino. How are you doing, buddy? Hey, Jake. I'm good. Hey, hey. I called in the other night criticizing our third base coach. And I just kind of wanted to, to give you a, a little idea where I was coming from on that. Jake Jr. brought this to my attention. I didn't even, because I wasn't watching it, at, wasn't watching the game at the time. But when Zane Denton was on third base the other night, and, and don't get me wrong now, he made it safe in the home plate. When he's, he's at third base on a fly ball to left field with less than two outs, and he's completely turned around looking at the left fielder. Now, how poor coaching is that? And the third base coach never says anything to him. You don't look at the, you don't look at the outfielder. You stand there and you look at your third base coach and wait for him to drop that hammer to go home. I mean, they got to they gotta make a move over there and get that guy off the third base. What do you think, uh, Scoot? Well, the, the the only thing that I saw that Elander did uh, in Omaha that I questioned uh, was the tag was the tag in the first inning uh, on the and I know the wind blew the ball in further than they thought it was, but it was obvious that the outfielder was lined up was going to catch the ball with momentum coming toward the plate. I thought that that was a risk that they should not have taken. Uh, I, I thought Denton's play uh shouldn't have been as close but I, I i didn't realize denton doesn't run very well he ran a long time in one spot on that i like put me. that more on him uh and i would not have sent cal stark uh i would have sent everyone else on the squad except for cal stark and possibly denton after seeing him run chris burke said to me that if they had to run Cal Stark, he said, I know what you guys said on your post game. That's fine. He said, you have your opinion. He said he would have been out by 20 feet. He said, that Thompson guy has an absolute cannon, and he would have been out 20 feet, Tony. 20. 
he, the catcher, would have been waiting for the ball with it in his glove. That's why they didn't send him. Well, when, when your base runner is turned around looking at the left fielder when he should be doing nothing but looking at the third base coach and waiting on him to tell him to go home, that's on the whole coaching well, staff. I so mean, that's, that's a Tony Ball thing. There, there's a thought out there, though, Jake. There is a thought out there that you can actually get a better response if you're looking at the outfielder and go immediately when you know the catch rather than not looking and responding to someone's voice. Do you so, buy that? Do you buy that? No, you don't. You don't look, look to respond to somebody's voice. You look for him to just drop his hand and tell him to go. But no, you you can't be turned around completely. Turned around looking at the left fielder. You're looking in the opposite direction of where you're going. Bino, you're talking about some new school philosophy. I think when he played, they didn't do that. Bino, that's no, new school. I, I mean, I, I was coached the same way Jake is. That you're looking toward home plate. And and the the coach tells you when to go and you go. I'm yep. just telling you that there's a thought out there now New School that philosophy. you can actually respond quicker if you're looking and see when the catch is made rather than responding to someone's voice. So Jake, do you still want do you still want Elander terminated from his post over there? Put him in the dugout, hide him over there somewhere. Get somebody on third coaching third base that knows what the hell they're doing. Bino, do you share his opinion on Elander at third base? Uh, I, I, I do not. I don't. I don't. Uh, I haven't seen anything that he's done uh, that that would suggest that you should take him off. Of his base runners oh, looking oh, oh, at the. Oh. Did you not hear the man? His base runners looking at the outfielder. Uh, that's on Vitello. See, and that's on Vitello, uh, Star. Yeah, I, I I would think if if you think that philosophy's wrong, uh, then you're you're looking at the wrong guy. Jigger, do you think that's sound to be looking at the outfielder? Because I think that's how they wanted to do it now in, in the newfangled new school way. That's piss poor fundamentals, and it's been going on all year. It's it's not the first time we've had base running blunders. It's been going on. For three or four years, ever since Vitello became the head coach. Well, our base running wasn't stellar earlier this year. Uh, a lot of it was little league stuff. That's for sure. So you do not find that acceptable? You don't find Tony Vall's base running acceptable? I'm going to take this up with him. I'm going to shoot him a text here in a second. What should I say to him in that text, Jacardio? Quit running the bases like you're like – like you're coming up from minor league going into little league, and you hadn't even had any little league coaching. I don't think that's going to be received well. It doesn't sound constructive. <laughs> well, hopefully he's listening to the show. He does listen, and if he did, he would say, Tony, get that caller off the air. And that's exactly what's going to happen. So, Tony Vols, your wish is my command. As we continue, 865-200-5402. The man was like Tom Imansky. So now we have Scoot Henderson, Amen Basilio, Leaky Huguenin, and Snowball Imansky. All rolled into one after this. 
This is Terry Wilcox, a.k.a. The Chicken Man, a.k.a. T-Willie, and you're listening to 101.7 FM WKOM, Columbia, Tennessee. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat, you can always count on us for a great selection of late model, low mileage, one owner vehicles. All have been thoroughly inspected and are ready to go. You can even save time and buy online with our online shopping tool. Looking to sell your vehicle? Great news! We're paying top dollar for your trade. All makes, all models, and in any condition. Trade in and trade up today. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat, you can count on us. Hi, Terry Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. When you think of diamonds, what do you think of? Rare, precious, timeless, sparkles like the sun. They are timeless and nothing like them on earth. Then do you think, where do I buy local to buy the perfect ring? Maybe a diamond pendant or earrings or maybe a new diamond band. Look no further. Tillis Jewelry carries all your diamond and jewelry needs. Stop by and see our wonderful collection. And remember, if you don't know your diamonds, know your jeweler. Tillis Jewelry, downtown Columbia. This is Dr. Dominic Mancini from the Dr. Gill Center. If your car was damaged in an auto accident, chances are you'd fix the car. Why wouldn't you give that same attention to yourself? Untreated whiplash injuries of the spinal column may lead to conditions such as headaches, numbness in the arms, neck and back pain. The doctors at the Dr. Gill Center specialize in detecting and treating such injuries from an auto accident. Accident consultations are free. Call mepainfree.com or call 615-551-9224. In today's uncertain world, you can never be too careful about your family's financial future. That's why the Parker Group, a part of Barrett's Private Wealth Management, is offering a free second opinion on your financial plans. Let us review your current plan, and we will identify any gaps and offer suggestions to improve it. Please call the Parker Group at 931-548-3737. That's 931-548-3737. Robert W. Barrett and Company Incorporated does not offer tax or legal advice. Hi, Jimmy here for Columbia Ace Hardware. Columbia Ace Hardware now carries Magnolia Home by Joanna Gaines Paint. Now their premium quality and huge selection of colors will be right in your neighborhood. Along with the award-winning service and advice, Columbia Ace has always provided for your paint projects. Around the block, what you need in stock, with people who know their paint. Columbia Ace, the helpful place. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. Do you have trees that need trimming or removed? Do you have stumps that you want ground? A1 Tree Removal is a family-owned and operated business local to Columbia and Lewisburg and servicing surrounding Middle Tennessee. They are licensed and insured and provide free estimates. No job is too big. No tree is too small. Give old Luke a call or text Luke at 931-359-3113. Or you can check them out on Facebook and tell A1 Tree Removal that you heard this ad on the radio. If you love America, you will love A1 Tree Removal. 
June is Dairy Month, and the Murray County Farm Bureau salutes our dairy farmers and the dairy industry for the many contributions to our economy and our health. Milk is the original nutritional powerhouse drink with 8 grams of protein and 13 essential nutrients to keep you energized all summer long. Plus, who doesn't like ice cream? Our hardworking dairy farmers are dedicated to dairy and proud to help produce nature's perfect food. When you sit down to your next meal, pour one more glass of milk and celebrate June Dairy Month. Yeah, I just want to say that your show is disgusting. Two white men and a white woman attacking a black man who's a Democrat. You act like a bunch of Southern disgusting human beings. You need to get off the there. Dude number one, Mr. Jim York. Hey, Del, you made a comment and called me a jackass yesterday. Well, it, it, there was a uh, that was a friendly comment. Uh, that, okay, uh, but but that go ahead and, and seal my faith as being a Democrat. You know, we got a jackass as a symbol, right? <laughs> yeah, right. So I'm a true Democrat, buddy. So okay. it wasn't a put down from my perspective. It was a peg up. So that's, thanks a lot. That's the way to go. <laughs> Just own it. Yes, sir. Three dudes with a view. Triggering liberals between Dollywood and Graceland Monday through Thursday from 8 to 9 a.m. right here on WKOM 101.7 FM. This is Jim Ross, and you are listening to Front Porch Radio WKOM 101.7, located in Columbia, Tennessee. TB back with you, 865-200-5402. Pretty incredible last call. As we welcome you back, it's hour number two on a Friday. Lots to discuss. The phone lines are ringing, so let's keep going, uh, and we'll go back to our phones and get our next call in. Hello and welcome. You're on the Friday edition. Hey, guys, it's the Paulie one. Hey, Paulie, welcome in. Happy off-season, guys. Uh, thank you. It's never the off-season uh, here, but thank you. I've always, Tony, you know I've always told you that the best shows I've always thought for entertainment was off-season. And how is, the, how is today's edition uh, after the last phone call? How is it going? Do you think we're all so new? So that's exactly where I'm going. I, I had a thought where I was going to go, but following two legends of Vandy Joe and uh, Jacardio, Brings me back to yes. two of my all-time flashback calls ever. The first one was Vandy Joe. It was after a fifth quarter. Either Vanderbilt beat us or Tennessee lost to someone they shouldn't. And you you said, hey, Joe, I, I sense glee in your voice. And then you counted them down. And the whole time, every time you went three, two, he's going, no, no, and you blasted him. That was a classic flashback. And then um, Jeeker's flashback to me was when um, our good old great friend Raj told me about the stones getting thrown out in his driveway. I mean, that... that, that When Jeeker was being chased by the police and Raj saw the stones go up in the air... And she could go hide behind uh, the grocery store near Roger's house. That's pretty next level. Oh See, that's the kind God. of stuff. That's the kind of stuff that that makes this show just the crazy dysfunctional community that it truly is. That's the kind of stuff. And, and by the way, I, Bino Jeff, I 
I got to tell you, uh, Tony Valls is listening to the show. Now, you tell me being a true or false. Uh, Tony Valls is listening. He shot me a text. He said a man with that baseball mind that just shared on the air what he shared deserves a forum, and they're going to take it under advisement to not run the bases like a minor league, little league baseball team, Bino. <laughs> Tony I, I will say two things. Yes. One, yes. Tony Balls is probably the only coach in the world listening to this. And two, he's probably the only one that will get some enjoyment out of it. <laughs> I guarantee you, if Tony was listening to that, he'd laugh his ass off at it. No offense, Jacardi, you're not an entity. No offense. No offense. No offense. Guys, no offense. Oh, my gosh, I can't breathe. Snowball is going to call Jefferson <laughs> County left-handed hitter the club year with scholarship if he keeps it up. Snowball. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I can't breathe. He's going to cost that kid a scholarship. Bino, when you told him, when Bino told him that the new school philosophy is that you can turn and look at the look at was he having that Bino when he when you told him that was he having that no and I can understand why he wasn't Tony I you know I, I feel like I know a little bit about <sighs> baseball but one thing I do understand is the game I know is 50 years old I'm, I don't think they play it the same way Tony, on that topic yeah. my dad used to take me to those old dog tracks dog yep. races yep I never saw a dog looking backwards at the start line. You know what I mean? <laughs> Polly Joe is on a heater today, Bino. He is on a heater. That dog that's starting at the starting line wouldn't see the fake bunny if he was looking behind him in left field. Bino, the man has a point. Yeah, but I mean, lucky the bunny isn't catching a fly ball behind him. <laughs> All right, now let me get to my topic, Tony. My real topic was, is is Bino and Titans Bill, are they in communication with Marty Smith? Oh, boy, Marty Smith's get up last night. Oh, my gosh. Because, honestly, I got, I've got text messages, picture messages from, from Bino and Titans Bill they were doing the same thing, hoping the the Colts and Titans drafted Will Levis. <laughs> Bino, did it you see Marty Smith's get up last night in San Antonio? Yeah, he had some jorts on and a Spurs what jersey. In the hell, it had self written on it for some reason. I don't know what that is. And uh, cowboy hat. What has happened to that guy? What Tony. are they doing? Don't let Bino fool you. He had sent me a picture. He was dressed like that, hoping that they would have picked Levis instead of Richardson, but he couldn't broadcast it. Well, I appreciate you. Thank you. 865-200-5402 is the number. Did he not take a shot at Barnes in that whole phone call? I think he was going to get to it. I cut him off, yeah. The Webb and Yama guy, by the way. 
really impressive. Does that guy strike you as a 19-year-old kid, Bino, when you see him talk, the way he comports himself? No, he's, he's really mature, Tony. And looking at the clips, I mean, you never know what translates, but, boy, he looks like he's going to be a tremendous NBA basketball player. A guy 7'4", like, like he was made in a laboratory or something, can do all the things yeah. he can do. Yeah, he, of course, he's, you know, he's got he's got some development to do physically, and he'll do that. Uh, but 7'4", uh, with a handle, that's, that's unheard of. I got 45 to play on a Friday. Let's go back to the phones. Hello and welcome into our next call. Hey, Tony. This is hey. uh, Zach Wimbanaya here in Elizabeth. Hey, Zach. Welcome in on, on a full moon Friday, brother. Hey, man. Am I on here with uh, the Scoot Henderson from uh, Basilio Elite? Scooty Scoot, yep. Yes. And, You're amen, Scooty Scoot. and amen, Basilio. Hey, how about congrats to Michael Air Jordan for picking uh, Brandon Miller? And did you see the Hornets? Uh, Matt, have you seen that video of the Hornets mascot when they announced when they I, announced the Miller pick? I have not. Oh, he buckles over. It's 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 instant classic. You're telling me that the Hornets mascot was not down with the selection? No, and neither was the room either. I mean, they got. I know I've been on this guy for like. They were not happy with that for some reason. I mean, you're telling me that the one selection in the top five out of college was the guy involved in the criminal issue. Yeah, the issue down in Alabama. Bino, how are we living in a twilight zone? That's the one guy that went in the top five. Amazing. I mean, I don't know. Well, it, it, it is what it is. You know, it is uh, what it is. You got it. It is what it is. It is what it is. And I was I was work. I I just got it lunch. I didn't know if you guys were had just. I, I was reading on Twitter last night during the draft that people were just like, uh, "Where are all these college players that you know, like the yeah. Jalen uh, from uh, whatever his name is from Kansas, Sheway? Yep. Those guys didn't get drafted. None of them. You know, it's funny." Um, it's funny about Shibway. That was telegraphed. He knew he wasn't going to get drafted. Drew Timmy knew that he's yeah. got coming through the back door. Zach Eady stayed in school. You know the the big man, the 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 days of the classic big man and the Wembyama guy, mm-hmm. the Kevin Durant's of the world, the Joel Embiid's of the world. These are freaks. We were talking with Mike Hugan, and you know the SEC led college basketball in first-round picks, which is Arkansas crazy. Got, what, three? Three of them. You, know, you don't think that I guy mean, can recruit, do you? <laughs> I, I mean, it's it's kind of astounding what that team had yep. versus what, what, they, what they came through with last year. But uh, I didn't know, did you see the Grady Dick picks from last night with his uh, red uh, sequin blazer? What do you think of him? Yeah, I, I thought the Raptors had taken Liberace. <laughs> <laughs> it's so great, man. He should have walked up there with a candelabra. He might have. He should have handed out candelabra. Yeah, that's a great. You know. You know. Uh, Brian Hartman said it yesterday. That the NBA draft is as much about fashion faux pas down through the years as it is anything. Because there are some kids with some horrific. And I shouldn't talk. 
I've got two different. I've got like black on blue right now. I've got my TLD Logistics um, black shirt on with a with a blue long sleeve shirt under it, which is Fashion Faux Pas City. So mm-hmm. I'm not one to talk, but it's retro. retro. But I'm not gonna walk around looking like Grady Dick last night anytime soon. No offense. It was next level, as you say. So, so who who you who are you going for tonight, Eric? For LSU in Florida, are you have you have you revealed your? You know, I I might have to sit that out. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. If I don't know how I feel about it. Because LSU is obnoxious. They're the New York Yankees of Southeastern of uh, of NCAA and Southeastern Conference baseball. They're the New York Yankees of 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 all these sports now. They're buying everything. Except they've actually made the championship game. They're the well, new, but they're trying to buy it. Say that again. They've actually made the championship game. You're like bitching about not winning enough. Is that what I'm hearing here? I mean, come on, yeah. Here. Come on, Bino. Here's who the, here's what Florida honestly reminds me of. The University of Florida. They remind me of the Florida Marlins from the late nineties and early aughts that would kinda lay dormant for a few years and then just go win a couple of championships and then lay dormant again and then just pop up and win another World yep. Series. Just <sighs> well, you know the truth is about that Florida. I'm with yeah. Florida. I think Florida's got a better all around team. And I think they've caught an absolute break that there's no way they see schemes until game three. And it may not yeah. get to game three. But I'll tell you this, Bino, if it gets to game three, sayonara, sohiaki, because they got no chance think, against that well, guy. What will that be? Three days rest? Yes. It'll be interesting Turn to out. see on three days rest how a power pitch. I know he's a good pitcher. I know he's got three or four pitches. Yeah. But, uh, he ain't gonna be throwing forty six pitches over hundred miles an hour. How many did he throw last night? How many pitches do we know? I thought he threw like he threw over hundred again. Oh wow! Yeah, there's just no way you can continue to do that. And here's the other thing: do the Pittsburgh Pirates, who obviously are going to be in communication with that kid, do they want him out there being star on three days rest? Uh, my guess would be absolutely not. Right. So that's what you run into now. That's in this mercenary deal that we're in. And when you make a deal with the devil, you make your deal with the devil. And that's where we are in these mercenary cop sports now. It's a brave new world. It is a brave um, new world. You guys have a good weekend. Thank you. And I have faith in Tony Valls to navigate it. The question is, do they become better at, better at running off third base? 865-200-5402, which... I was laughing so hard at the top of the segment that I was literally gagging for air, which is, you know, kind of fun. It's a great game. The college baseball, Matt and I, we were talking. Somebody brought it up earlier in the week, and Matt actually sold for it. I forget who it was. Who was it? That said they need to figure out something to do. Was it? I think it was Nashville Lee, you know, a couple days ago. Tennessee Lee talking about moving the so you heard uh, it. World Series around. Or or somehow making the dimensions of that stadium such that it actually, when they host the event, plays like college baseball. Because college baseball is a game of, of loud booms. 
Yeah. I would prefer that to moving it. Make it a little bit more like the old Rosenblatt Stadium was, uh, which it looked like college baseball when they played at Rosenblatt. Uh, it, it doesn't so much there. I do have a comment about that, Tony. Though. Go ahead. I think Rusty called in later, and you guys were talking about, wouldn't it be great to see the College World Series at Fenway or Wrigley? Listen, I know we're all college baseball sheep now, if you knuckleheads think that they're going to let eight college baseball teams roll into two of the most hallowed grounds in all of college baseball and trample their surface for 15 games in like a 10-day period, you guys are smoking crack. I mean, they might as well let a herd of sheep out there for 10 days, which all you guys would be out there with them grazing. Damn! Bino, you just went hard on him and me. Yes, and whoever else thought that could happen. Back to the phones we go. Yeah, I think we have a little myopia at times. But let's get our next call in. Hello and welcome on a Friday edition. How are my friends and compatriots doing today? What's up, W? Hey, w. I want to commend. Hey, 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 Bino and Tony both and Brian, I want to commend Brian on something he said yesterday, that you could actually lose four games and win the national title yep. in baseball. I, I went and kind of figured it out. You, you could go 12-4 and four when the NCAA started and win the national title. That's 16 games. And what, this, and, and what W. Game. Lynn's elaborating on for the uninitiated, Okay, we brought a topic up. Because a friend of mine said, quit comparing it to getting to a Final Four in basketball where you have to be picture perfect to get to a Final Four in basketball against very good competition. In baseball, he said, you get the, you get the aspect of having a mulligan in either series and still allowing the power of your team to get you through a round. And you know what, W. Lynn, think, stopping and thinking about that, it's a pretty good point. It really is. Oh, it really is, because playing 16 games is a lot. And if you go perfect, if you never lose a game, you go 10-0, and 0, that's still 10 games. Yep. You know, so that, that was a great point, Brian, about how you can get a mulligan or a loss, you know, in each of the series. And, uh, and, and W. Lynn, it made me think, and Tony, it made me think, I had, uh, I had agreed that, that making a college world series was like making a final four because you had reached the final site that you could possibly get to in your sport. But that made me double think that that's, it's not equivalent of a final four. Well, and then again, you go back to this, right? This Tennessee team made the college world series, but truly are they of the timber W Lynn this year of Florida and LSU, the two teams that are playing for it? The answer is no. That's the answer. And I know that. And, you know, yeah, we made it, and it was a great coaching job, and I commend the players. But, you know, we beat LSU once. We beat Florida once. That's the nature of baseball. That's right. But but the truth uh, is, the truth is, to my eye this year, the team that was the best team in this league has set up to win this thing, and that was Florida. When Florida rolled in here, 
and they rocked us like a hurricane those two couple of games, those first two games, W. First Lynn. Two. I mean, they yeah. rained on us. That offense is nasty that they have. Nasty. And the weather was nasty that day. Yes, that was it a was. a low moment. That, was, that, you know, that, that weekend. It was amen nasty. to that, brother. Amen to that. And, uh, Bino, you, you were talking about somebody running in place <laughs> earlier. I had to tell you an yes. old softball story. I, w- I always batted myself 11th, and I either pitched or coughed. That was it. And if I had my perfect team there, I'd just coach. But I was out there batting 11th. Let's just say the night before, we'd all stayed up a little too late in Nashville. And I hit a ball, and a guy on the bench said he picked up the big giant Gatorade thing, took a drink, Sit the thing back down, turned around, and I'd still not gotten out of the batter's box. That's, that's how slow I was, Bino. Yeah, that's that's coming <laughs> off a really good night, though. <laughs> yeah, you're right about that. But uh, I, you talking about who's going to win the national title first? I put baseball one, softball two, right now. What do you think, Bino? That baseball championship's really hard to win, though, if you stop and look at it. Because you got to get through a lot of hoops to get there. It's a real gauntlet. Um, it's the weirdest game. Both those games are weird because you do all that work, and then you get to that championship series. I mean, look at LSU. LSU's done all this work to get there, guys. Are they going to have anything left for Florida? Anything. Right. Yeah. That's I so hard. You, Lynn, that I would go baseball first and and basketball second. And it has more to do with the variety of teams that win those two sports. Uh, there's There seems to always uh, – college football always has and always will be dominated by a handful of teams. Uh, right now, college softball is dominated by one team and no one has an answer. Those other two games, chances seem to go around more in those than they do in in uh, in football or women's softball and really women's basketball too. It's it's pretty much always been dominated by a handful of teams. And here's the thing, guys: nine nine schools with seven or more Final Four appearances down through the years in hoops. You know, nine twenty three schools have had seven or more College World Series appearances. Tennessee's done it two of the last three years and probably would have done it three of the last four years to make the point that they are officially nibbling at the apple right now. Exactly. They are officially nibbling at that apple, W. Lynn. And one thing we're going to have to get used to is, it's hard for me, but I know yeah. this is reality. got to get used to this. The Evan Russells and the Luke Lipsius. All those guys that come to the school and they sit on the bench one or two, maybe three years, and then they get their chance, I'm afraid those days are over. Yep. Because you bring in a, a transfer portal free agent. Yep. And you have to do that, but to get that clubhouse chemistry going the way it should go, that, that's a whole new thing the coach has got to do, Tony and Bino. Well, it takes going to take, and it's taking these teams a full season to develop it. It took Tennessee a good 80% of the year to kind of even like each other, you know? Exactly. 
So, and that's, and that's understandable. You, 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 yeah. You've been sitting there thinking, okay, this guy's graduating or he's going to the you know draft. Well, I'll get to play next year. Yep. Oh no, they just brought some guy in for my position. That would urinate me off. off. That would urinate and, uh, me off. That's exactly right. And in, in GQF spirit, and I hope Tony V is listening. I'm he is. A, a, I'm willing to go back to get a master's degree in history, and I'll walk on. Uh, I'm a fake lefty out of the bullpen, and my job is going to be to bore the players with the history of all our rivals and why we dislike them. <laughs> oh, I'm sure they would. I'm sure W. Lynn, they'd love to have a guy like you around, a, like a like a piece of living history. And I appreciate it. And if you leave W. Lynn alone to his own devices, Bino, you know, he'd roll out there in a wool uniform from like 1868. And, you know, the, the the amazing part of this is we had a team that made Omaha that if W. Lanthorne's left-handed, he could probably get six innings in against us. <laughs> that, that is a great line. Yeah, if you don't throw over 75, who was the first pick in the draft? Is it the, um, it's the Nationals, isn't it? It's going to be the Nats, Bino? It is the Nationals. I thought it was the Pirates, Tony, but I'm not sure of that. I thought it was the Pirates, too, but somebody just sent me the thing saying the Nationals are going to take him. There's no way Skeen's in the first pick in the draft, D. No way. No way. Dream on. Who are you taking first, Bino? Skeen's, or are you taking that kid in center field? Because I think the kid in center field from LSU, if he stays healthy, has a chance to be a great Major League Baseball player. Yeah, I, I don't think you could go wrong with either one of those guys, Tony. I guess it depends on what you need in your organization. If it's me, I'm, I'm taking a generational pitcher. I'm always taking pitchers. Let's go back to the phones. Because we saw it this year with Tennessee, pitching travels. Back to our busy phones we go. We'll get our next call in. Hello and welcome. Friday edition, Tony Basilio Show. Hi. Hey, Tony, it's Rusty. Uh, the, the, the Pirates have the first pick, the Nats have the second, Tigers have the third. Night. Um, so I guess I guess the person who thought it was the Nats may be assuming that, that Cruz goes one and team two, but I, I'm with Dino and you. you got to go with a generational pitcher over a generational field player. In what world would Skeens not go first would be my question. It, 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 I can't imagine any. Um, yeah. I mean, pitching always trumps, right? Isn't that the rule? It better. Yeah. Um, Bino, I love you, buddy. I uh, I should have prefaced. <laughs> I know I'd smoke you out, Rusty. So I've been saying with Lee and a few others behind the scenes for a while, we've been talking about this. We want to go get the College World Series from eight teams to four teams. We want to add an extra round of Super, we want to add a second Super Regional where Tennessee would have went to LSU and played a two out of three this year. Uh, Stanford would have went, went to Wake and played a two out of three and whittle it down to four teams. So then you get to Omaha with four teams and you play a two out of three on one side and a two out of three on the other, and then those advance to play a two out of three championship. So in a major league ballpark, you would only have maybe seven. Rusty, you never, Rusty, you, you guys never said anything about this on the air. What are you, what are you doing here? No, no. Bino was saying that you can't, major league teams can't play. But he's talking about in the current format. Bino's telling the truth. In the current format, Bino's. Agreed. Agreed, Tony. In the current format, let me finish, please. In the current format, 
a major league team could not do this because you can't have a 12, 14 day road trip. But the proposal that we were talking or what, what we've been talking about is wanting to move it around. So if the, so you get other venues and other parts of the country get to see the College World Series and get to see different venues, which would make it better. To do that, it would be better to go to a Final Four as your College World Series. is what, And that way, you can play the game, you can play the tournament, the World Series, in nine days maximum. Bino, did you, you hear play. that? Did you hear that on the air the other day, Bino? Because I didn't hear that I didn't part. Say it on the air, I didn't say it on the air the other day, Tom. Oh, I'm, so, just rebuttal, so. I'm just rebuttaling what Bino said. So let's see, Rusty. You and Tennessee Lee are not only moving the World Series out of Omaha, changing you're changing the, the entire format of, of the event. Where does Chris Burke uh, sign yeah. up for that? And so you're going to play best two out of three on two different sides. That's four to yeah. six games. Then you're going to play another best two out of three, and you're going to well, add two or three more on that. There's not one site in Major League Baseball going to let you do that either. Bino, that's only no, no, no. You got three games on Mission one side, three on the other, and then three in the final. That's just nine games. That's nine ball games in nine days. That's all, Bino. That's, that's that's. I mean, that's not, or, sorry. That's nine ball games in seven days. Really, that's that's, that's probably more than a team does regularly. That's doable, Bino. Uh, it's just like they're the not going to let you trump on those <laughs> on their feet unless you've got an artificial surface. They're not going to let you do. Bino, the, the, the Braves played in that. Or and the Dodgers in a a ten game homestand, it, it would be the same thing, right? Uh, no, not if you're playing nine in seven days. It won't. Sorry, n- they nine, play nine one game days. a day, Rusty. One game a day <laughs> on a surface. They're not letting you go out there and trample around on that surface for more than that college baseball. It ain't happening. Right. Never, so, never. Okay, let, let, let me slow it down. Bino, let me slow it down for you. Then Wake and LSU play on Monday. Florida and TCU play on Tuesday. Wake and LSU play again on Wednesday. Florida, and then one of those might be eliminated already, so you're already done. At the most, you can play one game a day for nine days and be done, and that's a 10-game road trip that teams go on all the time. Nobody's missed a thing. You get my point? It's just one game a day. You don't have you don't have double headers every day. Slow it down for you, Bino. Rusty, you can slow it down as far as you want. It ain't ever happening. He slowed it down for you. You know, you know what was never happening? A college football playoff. <laughs> oh, come on now. Come on, Rusty. For a hundred years, we said, that, we're never going to see a college playoff. I mean, you're, you're grabbing produce out of the butcher shop now. <laughs> I'm, with, I'm with you. Those two things there's, there's have no, nothing no, to do with no. each other. You know what the best argument against moving it around is? Is your argument really is the best argument? But the next best argument is we've done it this way forever. And when the best argument for something is we've done it this way forever, it's not a good argument. I, I uh, Rusty, as far as moving it around, or uh, I don't think they should. But it's nothing. I'm not a college baseball traditionalist, so I mean it's nothing yeah, I that I would raise Kane about if that's what they did. Uh, yeah. But uh, it's that. It's never going to be played at any hallowed Major League Baseball park. The conversation, though, is born from, I think, a pretty good place, which is that you play all these games, you have this long season, you get out there, and the game does not resemble college baseball. Now, it's not bad. Like last night's game, low-scoring baseball game, wonderful. 
Unfortunately, that's just not college baseball. College baseball is a game of booms and bangs and long balls and hard hit baseballs and you know it, it it's it's not that it's not what it is out and there. You can fix that by reducing the dimensions or something. You can yeah you can bring you can bring the fences in. You're totally right. That can be done. My thing is, I think it grows the game more if we saw it be at a park that has some kind of gravitas and some kind of history. When they moved it out of Rosenblatt, they ruined Omaha. Um, For instance, know, I think Yankee I'll, Stadium. I think you could play at Yankee Stadium in the current format, Rusty. You can't because it, it takes it takes 14 days, and you can't put the Yankees on the road for 14 days. Why? Yankees has already been on the road for 14 days. <laughs> That's fair. Um, I I'll, think I'll you could put it in City Field. It wouldn't make any difference. You'd play there at the same time a Mets are playing. Nobody would even know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it would miss on you, buddy. Uh, grant me this. Your arguments are sound, and you're right. It's never going to happen. But if you were, I don't know, Jake Rucker's little brother, and you're about to be a Tennessee ball, would you rather go play in the College World Series in Omaha or maybe at Dodger Stadium or Wrigley Field or Fenway? Thank you, Rusty. Great call. Bino, would you care to answer that question? You want to play out there at TD Ameritrade Field or whatever they're calling it? Or do you want to play in Yankee Stadium, Bino? I wish I could put myself in Rucker's little brother's uh, shoes, but, uh, you know, I was just talking to Mikey Tullahoma to play against Motlow State. So I want to get in here the guy that just requested, Jay Griff, just uh, requested to speak, and I'm trying to invite him to speak, and then he went away on me. But let's see if we can get him in here through the magic of Twitter spaces, more spaces in more places on Twitter spaces. What happened to him? By the way, my Twitter um, deal I wrote is that it's kind of sickening that he ended up with these two teams in college baseball. And I completely get SEC fatigue from the rest of the world. Can you imagine being, you know, being an ACC basketball fan and looking up and seeing that the SEC is now dominating basketball to the point where they had the most first-round picks? That's got to make those people sick. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that was, that, that was always their calling card. And one thing we've learned about this league, it doesn't matter, for instance... Softball used to be a West Coast concern. Used to be a West Coast concern till this league got involved. And now it is a Southeastern Conference concern. And wait. Wait till Oklahoma joins the league with Texas. Hey, wait till Oklahoma joins the league with Texas in college bas- uh, baseball. Are you freaking kidding me? Let's get the vol till I fall in the hunting in the mix with us. Vol till I fall, welcome in. What's up, Tony? It's Goldie. From the magic of Twitter spaces, Goldie. <laughs> the, the, the magic of fiber optics here. Interesting. And maybe I haven't said this, and I'm just going to kind of pick a bone here. <laughs> Why does this LSU team kind of get a pass when it seemed like we were vilified all year last year, but now all of a sudden, like, this this uh, LSU team's full of choir boys, the best 
upstanding citizens that you'll ever see. And our guys last year, admittedly, George Beck did slip a first. But, like, why were they just, like, actually act like they were the black, the black sheep of the baseball? And this year, as Paul Skeens goes to church, Dylan Cruz is an angel, uh, Trey Morgan, whatever. I like a lot of those guys, but I just kind of think it's kind of stupid that, you know, we, we, there's basically a really similar team. I see a lot of similar people on that LSU team than our team last year, and they're completely looked at completely different. I don't think that that LSU team behaves nearly as on the edge as Tennessee did last year, Goldie. I don't share your uh, opinion there. Do you, Bino? Do you think that LSU team behaves the way we did last year? Uh, I, I think we took it to extremes, Tony. Uh, I, I think we did put some fun uh, into the college game that, yep. that has remained. Yep. Uh, but I, I don't think LSU's ever kind of taken it over the line the way we did on couple of occasions at least now, last year. Goldie, the one thing LSU has done that's disgusting is they bought a pennant here. But Florida's yeah. done it too. Florida took that great starter from Georgia Southern and they added a power bat to their deal to an already pretty good team and they made it great. And LSU went out and got two the hot the two hot draft picks. It looked like Tennessee was going to get all three of those guys at one point last year. Tony Valls was so far ahead of the game. You imagine Goldie if Tony Valls would have added Tommy Tanks, oh, yeah. if he would have added Tommy Tanks and he would have added uh, Skeens to our ball club we have this year, how good we, we'd still be playing right now. All we had, all we really needed, really was Tommy Tanks. That's exactly right. We needed a we needed a bat, at least one, probably two. Yep. But you know, Orange Throat made a really good point. Everybody tells us Tennessee's pitching, Tennessee's pitching, Tennessee's pitching. What makes them getting to Omaha that much more remarkable is that our starting pitching struggled this year being star. It wasn't like it was kind of okay. The guys we thought and were counting on, Chase Burns was bad when he started. Dolander this year at times was not good. Not good. It's interesting when you stop and think about it. Yeah, there was a big drop off in their performance from last year and their performance this year. There's there's just no question about that. Uh I, I'm I'm not sure that Chase Burns struggles didn't directly lead to us winding up in Omaha. No doubt about it. Once he was moved to the bullpen, uh, I, I just thought that he was the biggest factor of everyone involved of us getting knocked out early in the tournament and making Omaha. Goldie, are you going to uh, conscientiously object and cheer for Florida here, or are you yeah. going to do like me and just watch On Patrol for a couple nights? Well, I'm going to watch On Patrol in regard, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I, there's, I'm not rooting for Florida in any I don't care if it's Tiddly if it's nothing, I, I refuse to in anything. We got cheer for somebody here. Well, I'll go for LSU. That's fine. Well, you're the man. But I can sort of, I can sort of, you know, find solace in saying that you know, 
well, I found solace last night saying that even if we had beat LSU, we weren't beating that Wake Forest team. I, that was pretty damn obvious. Uh, ain't that the truth? I appreciate you. Thank you. But I'll tell you this: Tennessee baseball last night. They could have gone eleven innings of no of uh, of no run baseball. We're very capable of that. Being star. No yes, offense. Could we? Yes. I get. Yes. J- we could have done. We, we shut him by out. Yeah. We, we we could do our part in that. Hey, aren't you guys? If you just skip the World Series and watch on patrol. Aren't you really just pulling for Georgia? Let's get Jay. <laughs> Let's get Jay Griffin here. Jay Griff, welcome in. That was a good one. Uh, I had two questions. Uh, yeah. One for you, Tony, and one for Bino. Uh, Bino, what did you think about that article where the MLB umpires called your guy the Karen of Major League Baseball? Uh, at, at, on uh, right and Boone, the uh, the toughest guy out there as far as being a pain in their high knee. He's a Karen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, he's uh, he's. I'd, I'd say he's earned that right. He's earned that ranking. He'll get after an umpire. <laughs> I'll give him that. I thought that was hilarious. They called him the Karen. Of... <laughs> but, uh... <laughs> That's that's pretty good. I I, I can't argue that too much. Hey, uh, Tony, who does those uh, Phillies TV games? That would be Tom McCarthy and John Crock. Did you hear them uh, yesterday when uh, Ozuna hit that home run? No. What'd they say? <laughs> you go back and listen to it, but you could tell they were so butthurt over it. And then Ozuna does that little uh, thing with Ron Washington after he goes by third base. He kind of backs up, and they do this little hand thing. Mm -hmm. And I guess it was Crook. I didn't know who that was, but (laughs) the other McCarthy guy said, uh, he's just now getting to home plate. And uh, Crook said, yeah, he's got to do some hand dance with Ron Washington there. But they were so butthurt over him hitting that home run. I mean, you could just tell it when when they called it. But. Well, first of all, you have a scoreless baseball game. You have a yeah. ball hit to Kyle Schwarber that – I'm watching that with Anthony yesterday, and he says, Dad, what do you think the, the, the catch, whatever they call that, the percentage of – that you'd make that play, there's a name they use for it, catch, whatever it is, the probability – like 99.99% of the time, a major league player makes a ball that's blooped and hit right to his glove. That Kyle Schwarber is a total effing embarrassment. If you're listening and you guys and you would like to have him, please take him off our roster and his 35 obnoxious home runs he's going to hit this year out of the one hole while hitting 160. I hate that guy. Hate. Hate. I hate that guy. That stubby Why? little. Mm, mm. Why I think they're laid off here? Because they want to annoy me and gaslight me and ruin my summer. <laughs> You're the man. Thank you, Jay Griff. The Braves are the Thank gold you. standard. The Braves remain the gold standard. 
and the Phillies are whatever they are. The Phillies are playing for a playoff spot in a playoff sport. Kind of like the Yankees, Bino. We're playing for a playoff spot. Nothing wrong with that. It's not how you want to go through life, but we're playing for a playoff spot. There may be nothing wrong with that for the Phillies. As we come back. Wow. Catching strays here after this. This is Big Lou Maddox, and you're listening to the best radio in southern Middle Tennessee. WKOM 101.7 FM, Columbia. Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. And I'm Michael Parks Lawrence at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Together, we're Mr. Bobby Parks' grandsons, and we run his dealership, and we are glad to be part of our local community. Being family-owned and operated, we invest heavily in our community. We do things like sports teams, schools, bands, you name it. We try to help everybody we can. The reason why we do this is because we all love this community. So come do business with us, your neighbors, at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee, right off Nashville Highway, or at ParksMotorSales.com. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard, so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter like the drywall that somehow isn't. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hi, this is Steve, the garbage man. Y'all have heard me talk in the past about Packer, our mascot dog. Well, I have some sad news about Packer. She recently crossed over the Rainbow Bridge to join our other beloved pets of the past. Packer lived out her final days on our farm in Water Valley. She had a great 14 years of life after being rescued by Don from being thrown away as a pup in someone's garbage. Rest in peace, Packer. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hello, my name is Connor Mims. My wife Bradley and I live in Columbia, Tennessee in Riverside. I am a deck and porch builder and my wife is a second grade teacher at Riverside Elementary. My specialty is designing and building elegant and comfortable porches and decks. Let me work with you to design and build the porch or deck of your dreams. 
Give us a call today from our website, memsmodernlandscape.com. That's memsmodernlandscape.com and check out what we have to offer. Thanks. Tint on Wheels is changing their Columbia location. You can now visit us at 406 South James Campbell Boulevard, the same window tinting you've trusted for over 30 years on all types of windows, car, business, or residential. We now offer accessories to elevate your ride. It's only getting bigger and better. With three locations, Columbia, Lewisburg, and Lawrenceburg, we do our best for you. Summer's coming. Let's get you ready. Call 931-619-TINT today. This is Bob Kessling with Pat Ryan. It's a beautiful day for digging. The backhoe operator has the engine running and is moving into position. He's heading for the ground. He's in there. Wait, there's a flag on the play. Let's get out of the field for the call from our official. Illegal procedure on the digging team. Oh, that penalty could cause a costly accident. That's right, Bob. He needs to call before he digs. There's underground utility lines that could be hiding just below the surface. Water, sewer, electrical, communication lines, and even natural gas. Avoid a penalty by first calling 811 to have any underground public utility lines located and marked with flags or paint. It's free, it's easy, and it's the law. For more tips, visit pipesafety.org. This message brought to you by the Tennessee Association of Broadcasters and the Tennessee Gas Association, funded in part by a grant from the Underground Utility Damage Enforcement Board. This is Jack Cobb with Murray County Public Schools and the Big Yellow School Bus. You're listening to Front Porch Radio on 101.7 WKOM in Columbia, Tennessee. Back to the phones we go as we welcome you back. You know, I, you know earlier in the week, I, I was doing a deal where just in real time, really thinking about the coaching job that Tony and, and those guys have done. Uh, Jacardio, close your ears. And, and I was putting it up there with some of the great coaching jobs I'd seen. The W. Lynn said the 89 Tennessee team after starting 0-6 and 88 and then winning five straight and then the next year winning 11 of 12 which was remarkable. I talked about the Pat Summit 10-loss team that won a national championship kind of out of nowhere, which is an incredible coaching job to do something like that, take a double-digit loss team and go win a national championship. The um, a, a couple other ones came to mind as well. Somebody had mentioned Bruce Pearl's first year. I did not realize that Tennessee had won 14 games a year before Bruce Pearl got there. 14 games. Yeah, that's that's one that came to mind for me, Tony. That was a total transformation. Um, and I, you know, I'm I'm uh, I'm obviously not the biggest Philip Fulmer fan, but to 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 lose Peyton Manning in '97 and lose Jamal Lewis early in the season and win a national championship, that has to go down as a great coaching job. How did well. I overlook that? That's a weird omission on my part. That's a great one, Bino. Because I was thinking about the year that Jerry got hurt, Jerry Colquitt, and they were left with two freshman quarterbacks and Todd Helton, who just wasn't much of a college quarterback. God bless him. And and I was kind of uh, thinking about how miraculous of a coaching job that was. But you're so right, Bino. I wonder why I missed that. It's weird. I, 
Is it because that team was just so, so stacked in my mind? Yeah, I mean, they were still loaded with all kinds of talent. Um, but uh, that's, that's two brick, pretty big pieces you were without to go forward and, and win a national championship. Let's get our final call the day in, when we'll call it a day. Hello and welcome in to our final call. You're on the air. Hey, Tony. Double hey. R. Hey, Double R. Welcome in. you got about two minutes. Hit it. All right. Hey, well, I won't I won't go over that. I just want to tell you, Tony, um, first of all, congratulations on the twins' graduation. Oh, great. Just said my firstborn's graduation as well. So. God bless you, man. It's awesome. Yeah, feel that. Uh, you know, I'm not a huge baseball person, just to be honest with you. Uh, but, I mean, you guys and what Tony's done, it's really kind of, it's been a, a breath of fresh air. And uh, so I was in Michigan um, on a business trip, and there was a few of us, and we were all, you know, every time we went to a restaurant, you know, put on ESPN, <laughs> watching them play, it was it was great. It was absolutely awesome, you know, to be able to, you know, watch your your team uh, and have something to cheer about. And I think, you know, history will tell us in the future. But I think this was one of the the great coaching jobs and um, a staple that probably will change that entire program in the future. And uh, college baseball, that, yeah. you know, you know, to your point. I've had a lot of people say Tennessee's kind of been this Tennessee team has been their intro into baseball. The infectiousness of the enthusiasm of the baseball fans is what pulled me in. The sheer fun of the whole thing. I mean, look at it. We're at the end of This is Big Lou Maddox, and you're listening to the best radio in southern middle Tennessee. WKOM 101.7 FM, Columbia. It's time to put a Dodge in your garage. And at Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, you can count on us for all the muscle you need. We have a huge inventory to choose from, from the spine-tingling 2021 Dodge Charger SRT to the 2021 Dodge Challenger Superstock. You can even save time and buy online with our online shopping tool. Yep, at Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, we're flexing our Motor City muscle. You can count on us online at ColumbiaCDJR.com. Hello, this is Rick Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. What is a full-service jeweler? Experienced staff, custom designers, in-house jewelry repairs, and beautiful jewelry. Yes, at Tillis Jewelry, we are passionate, knowledgeable, and committed to integrity. We strive to be the best in our community and in our profession. We build long-term relationships and become part of family traditions that will cross generations. We delight clients by providing an unparalleled selection, superior service, and exceptional value. Tillis Jewelry, we exceed your expectations. Do you suffer from knee pain? Is it painful to walk or perform your day-to-day activities? If so, we have great news at the Dr. Gill Center. We can relieve your knee pain fast and easy with no downtime and no surgery. The FDA has approved a new non-surgical treatment for knee pain, and it's covered by most major insurance, including Medicare. This treatment has helped millions of people across the nation. Call today to see if you qualify for a free consultation and get back to a pain-free life. 615-551-9224. 
Brown's Body Shop has two locations to provide your vehicles with high quality body and frame repairs, the best paint jobs, and custom body fabrications. Brown's Body Shop has been successful for more than 50 years because of their highly trained personnel, competitive prices, superior customer care, and timely service. Don't put off body repairs or that custom paint job at Fenders. Go to Brown's Body Shop today. 1505 Nashville Highway in Columbia, the 129 Alpha Drive in Franklin. Looking for convenience? Try Quickmark Convenience Stores, conveniently located all across Murray County, Southern Middle Tennessee, and North Alabama. Whether stopping in on your way to work for coffee and a biscuit, taking a plate lunch to go, or grabbing something cold to drink after a long hot day at work, there's always one nearby. Quickmark Convenience Stores, conveniently located all across Southern Middle Tennessee and North Alabama. Proudly serving Shell Gasoline. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. This is Mark Curry at the Trailer Store. We are a local, family-owned business. Every day, I work with my wife, Susie, my mother, Becky, and my son, Justin. We offer a full line of lawnmower trailers, utility trailers, stock trailers, and a full line of trailer parts. We also offer service. Come see us at 1021 New Lewisburg Highway. Call us at 931-381-2795. That's 931-381-2795. Hey, this is Trip Stoltz, owner and manager of Columbia Ace Hardware. Spring is here and we are ready. We carry a full line of steel, echo, and chindawa yard equipment. We also have a great selection of grass seed, fertilizer, and garden supplies. With the most knowledgeable sales staff in Southern Middle Tennessee, come check us out at 112 East James Campbell Boulevard, Columbia, Tennessee. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. I am Jack Blackstone. And I'm Emery Blackstone. Together, we are Greenway Tech Repair. Tired of slow computers, cracked phone screens, and fancy home electronics you don't know how to use? We can help. We provide local on-site services as well as remote troubleshooting for any job, no matter how large or small, from computers and laptops to mobile devices and home electronics. We Blackstone Brothers are eager to serve our community. Find us on Facebook at Greenway Tech Repair or by phone at 931-388-2691. That's on Facebook at Greenway Tech Repair or by phone at 931-388-2691. Want to experience Spring Hill in one day under one roof? Now is your chance. Spring Hill's most popular annual community event, Experience Spring Hill The Event, presented by Liberty Federal Credit Union, is back and jam-packed with fun at Summit High School on Saturday, June 24th from 10 a.m. until 2 p.m. You can learn more about this exciting event at experiencespringhill.com. We hope to see you there. Life gets busy and sometimes slowing down to buy your family quality food can seem impossible. This is Terry Taylor with Taylor Family Farm and we offer local home delivery in addition to our local drop locations to help with that problem. Now you can get your favorite pastured poultry, pork and grass-fed beef delivered right to your door. Visit taylorfamilyfarmtn.com to find out how. We believe in healthy food, healthy people and healthy community at Taylor Family Farm. 
This is Del Kennedy, owner of Kennedy Broadcasting Company, operator of WKRM, historically 1340 AM, now 103.7 FM, and WKOM, 101.7 FM. We call ourselves Front Porch Radio, and I've said many times what that means. It means that we are working to connect this southern Middle Tennessee community, one listener, one relationship at a time. And let me elaborate on what that means. In this community, we will relentlessly promote jobs, commerce, business, industry, education, arts, green space, music, rivers, the great outdoors, healthcare, churches, charity, sports, and all the great people of Southern Middle Tennessee. Join us, help us, call us. Front Porch Radio, Delk Kennedy, thank you for listening. Coming to the Mule House in Columbia on June 27th at 7 p.m., an evening of hope, a great night of music to benefit the room at the end of Murray County. Thank you, sponsors, Lester Hill Credit Union, Keystone Alternative Health, McDonald's of Murray County, Heritage Bank and Trust, and the Tennessee Christian Chamber of Commerce. Get your tickets now at themulehouse.com. Come support this important ministry, June 27th, 7 p.m. at themulehouse.com. This is Jim Ross, and you are listening to Front Porch Radio, WKOM 101.7, located in Columbia, Tennessee.